Good morning, beautiful ladies, or good afternoon or good evening whenever you're listening to today's podcast. Before I forget, I wanted to update you because I've gotten a couple of messages from you and your sweetness on how's my daughter doing since her surgery because I forgot to update y'all last week. So she's doing great. As you can imagine, there was a lot of moodiness, <laughs> but as far as pain, she's doing really well. Actually, as I'm recording this today, we're going back to get stitches out and to see how we can work forward and progress in the recovery. But the surgery went well. She is doing as good as you can be in this time as a 13-year-old who is just over it, right? This poor kid has had so much drama with her knees, and hopefully now we're on a path to both of them have had surgery. We can get her rehabilitated, and then she can not fear anymore. And it's really interesting how I've been watching her journey and how I can already see from the perspective of just what I do to help women in their journey of fear, but just kind of watching her and understanding that fear truly does get trapped in our body. And because of the the trauma or the injury of her fall and it not really being anything major, you know, when there's trauma involved, it can be extreme trauma. And we've talked about this before, or it can be just something that has really knocked off your nervous system. And when your kneecap comes out and you fall to the ground and you weren't doing anything, it wasn't like she was on a trampoline or skating or some major sport. It just happened. It really puts a lot of anxiety and fear in her body to where, what if this happens again? And so I've noticed a lot of her emotions and things were around that. So I'm just encouraging her uh, showing her how she's progressing as she does. And then as she begins to believe it herself and she starts to see her strength, even yesterday she mentioned, Mom, I'm able to walk further without my crutches now because she's got the straight leg immobilizer, but she can actually put weight on the leg now. So just encouraging that, showing her that she can believe that the surgery worked. She can believe now that that's not going to happen again because it's anchored down now <laughs> surgically. And so that her confidence will build and over time, she will be able to heal that part of her. So I love that I've been able to see that inside of really how it works. And hers was a physical trauma that turned emotional. And a lot of times that's what it is for us. So I hope that encourages you on your journey, wherever you are. And whatever you've experienced, the only way to heal is to begin to, to walk through it, to experience it, to be able to see that you're making progress, to see that, oh yeah, I, I am going further. I, I'm not as shaky as I was before. I'm believing that I can do this again. It's such a process. And if you need some support or when you need it, because we all need it, it's just the way it is. Just want you to know I'm here for you and available. You can always email me at michelle at setfreesisterhood.com. Before the episode, I hope this is just going to be a fun, lighthearted, but deep episode for you today because of my experience that I experienced with a five-year-old about two weeks ago at the salon and what she taught me just by being her. And it's really, really cool that I got to experience this and it was really cool that the Lord really put on my spirit that I could use this to encourage others. But first, I want to read a testimony from Chris. She says, through this journey, this coaching journey, I learned a lot about the ways I was using alcohol to cope, cover up, fit in, and escape. 
I would say the majority of my coaching experience has been about self-discovery, learning how and why I tick, what my triggers are, my past and childhood traumas and thought patterns that were never really revealed, healed, or understood. Now, because I'm healthier with my mindset, I am also healthier with my relationship with alcohol. I feel in control. I feel purposeful. And I feel that there's a huge connection between your past experiences and your present behavior. I thought that was the perfect testimony to read today. That's from one of my clients to just show you that, first of all, you're not alone. And that right now, some of you, all you see is the fact that you you just got to quit drinking because it's this huge issue. And I promise you, you can. And healing will also take place. Healing that you will never really be able to know ahead of time. You cannot know this stuff until you're there and you look back and go, oh my goodness, look what I've done. Look at the progress I've made. So just understand that right now your goal is and can be to just remove the alcohol and get the support that you need for that and don't stop there. Continue to get the support for full healing. And I know that many, many, many of you are Christian women, women of faith who all this matters on such a bigger scale for you because you know that there is a call on your life. There's a purpose on your life and you know that you're not living that right now. And you know that a huge part of that is because of your over drinking. And I want you to know that that was me and you can be set free. So enjoy the episode and email me anytime with questions and support. Love you. Hey sister, are you newly alcohol free, but you've been hanging on for dear life, hoping you don't fall backward? Or maybe you're still stuck in the cycle of over drinking, even when you told yourself you would stop waking up each day with thoughts of self-loathing. Is your anxiety through the roof so much that you wake up at 3am with your heart racing and negative thoughts about yourself? You hide it so well, not many people know. Girl, I get you and I see you. I'm Michelle Porterfield and for so many years I experienced all of this. Here's the deal. Quitting drinking is just the first step. I believe that's why it can be so scary. We know deep down it's more. Once we see what's underneath all the covering up, true freedom is found. And I'm here to help you do just that. So whether you're newly alcohol free or just sober curious, there is freedom on the other side. I can't wait to help you ditch the wine witch or help you find your mindset breakthrough and reignite your purpose after alcohol. Girlfriend, you are in the right place. Welcome to Set Free Sisterhood. So as I said in the intro, today's episode is just going to be a little bit of a me just sharing my experiences with this precious, precious little five-year-old that came into the salon. I don't get children much at the level of stylist that I am, and um, she was referred from uh, someone else, and it was great. It was a beautiful experience. I was so blessed. Um, She was five. She came in. She was super friendly, but I just wanted to share with you some of her attributes, so to speak, that really clicked for me as I was going through the process of talking to her and shampooing her hair and, you know, just enjoying her, her experiencing what it felt like to be in the salon. I thought, oh my goodness, let me give you the, the higher perspective first is when I saw this little girl, I saw a little girl who knew her beauty, 
Her presence lit up the room. She appreciated pleasure and self-care. And she moved her body because wiggle breaks are necessary. (laughs) And I'm going to break it down in just a minute. And her kindness was so contagious when she was lighting up the room. But what I really saw inside of this little girl was a reflection of us. A reflection of all of us that are women at this age, whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 20s even if you're listening. Typically, I I think I carry a, 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 a more over 40 group who listen to the podcast. So here's where I'm at, though. I recognize that she was this pure, beautiful, created little girl, and she knew it. She has not yet experienced things in her life that have created an inner critic, that have created this idea that she's not beautiful and that her chin's fat or she's she's too fat, too short, too tall, too ugly. Something's wrong with her hair. Something's wrong with her skin. She hasn't come to a place where she doesn't feel unworthy or she feels like she has to people please and please others because that's how they'll like her or that she has to be something different than she is right now because she wants to blend in with the crowd. Or she doesn't, she's not to a place where she has to edit what she says because she's afraid somebody's going to get mad at her. Can you see this? Can you see where we can look at this little girl? And the beauty of this is our little five-year-old, she's inside of us too. So there's many times that we disconnect from that part of us. Because, I mean, even I can relate it to some of you that are like, I just, I'm so bored. I don't know what to do for fun. And, you know, I don't know who I am. Go back to her. Go back to that part of you that was little. What did she love to do? Did she like to play outside and and dig in the dirt? Did she love music and dancing, uh, acting, twirling around? Like, what is it that that part of you loved to do that was fun, that created joy? Okay, so I want you to have this picture in your mind as I share. So first, I want to share with you, number one, kindness is contagious. This little girl came into the salon smiling at everyone, was super friendly, as I was uh, taking her back, I did her consultation with her mom about how much hair we wanted to cut off. So I took her back to the bowl and we we're laying there and she she was so sweet. Got her up on a little cushion and laid her back and I'm, I start the water and she's like, well, how was your day today? And I said, oh, my day is wonderful. How was yours? She said, I'm having a great day. And I'm going to tell you, the women around her just lit up. They're laying back there getting their hair and their eyes lit up and they smiled. You could hear the little giggles in the background. So the fact that she was kind and she was asking me how my day was, that's so contagious. I could feel people's hearts swelling. Then I turned on the water and I was warm and she was just like, oh, I love this. This feels so amazing. I could lay here all day. And I was like, oh, it feels good. Huh? Yes, I love it. And I'm scrubbing her hair and massaging her head. And so what I saw from that was this little girl was eating up self-care. Like she was loving it. She could stay there all day. She was not on any time constraints. She wasn't thinking about her mom sitting out there waiting or her little sister that was a lot younger, probably getting a little irritable waiting on her. She was in the moment and she met pleasure and joy and self-care. And so many of us 
feel guilt over that. So this was so beautiful that this little girl was in this moment experiencing it. It was precious. So then we get back to the mirror, combing out her hair. And she just looks in the mirror and she lights up and kind of sits up straighter. She says, I am so pretty. Look at me. <laughs> she said that, y'all. It was the sweetest thing. And there again, she lit up a room. When I said her presence lit up the room, I'm telling you, the stylist beside me was just smiling and she was just like, oh, my heart. And then the other women were watching and listening. This young girl lit up this room and inspired these women. Like I could feel it in my heart, like how, like my heart was just swelling. You know how I've told you you could feel energy in your body? I felt it in my body. It was just this sweetness and this swelling of like, this girl is precious. I love this. And then, you know, I put a section her hair off and I kind of twist the sides of the hair. So it looked a little funny and she just giggled, you know, and she's, I don't know. She said like, oh, now I look like a Lindy or Cindy Lou Who or something like that. It was just really sweet. Well, then I said, okay, when I'm cutting your hair, I'm going to need you to sit super still. But anytime you need a wiggle break, you just let me know. Okay. She's like, okay. So I start cutting her hair and she looked at me. She said, I need a wiggle break. And so I would kind of shake my shoulders behind the chair and do a little wiggle dance. And then she would do a little wiggle dance in the chair. And this was our, our dance throughout the haircutting process where every few minutes I would say, you need a wiggle break? Or she'd say, I need a wiggle break. And I just thought like she, not only did I offer that to her because she's five, I know that this child is not going to be able to sit still the whole time. I mean, 90% of my women can't sit still. They're looking around and seeing what else is going on. So maybe this is a lesson for me to give them wiggle breaks, right? But she was so precious and so not afraid to ask for what she needed. She knew, hey, I need another wiggle break. I'm going to ask her. And she asked me and she received it. And we had fun with it. And she did amazing. I never had trouble with her hair. It looked fantastic. As I was blow drying it there again, she's like, oh, it feels so good. And I look so beautiful. Thank you so much. It was just precious. So this experience really warmed my heart. <laughs> it was just amazing. And I just, I just hope that you can tap into her joy for just a moment. And I know that life is different for us. I know that we're parents and we have a lot of pressure on us. I know that we are far removed from the innocence of a five-year-old experience in this world. And that is no excuse for not going back to who we're made to be. And that's really what I want you to hear me today say, <clears throat> excuse me, I want you to hear me say that you are created from the creator, specifically in love, beauty, joy. He gave you these things, these attributes. He teaches us about this. We're the ones that as we go through life, whether it is trauma induced from our choices or from others in our life, the the world that we live in, understand that and understand that this, the inner critic's not you. The people pleaser part is not you. The fact that you think you're not worthy is not true or that you have to be someone else that you're not, that you have to avoid your emotions. None of this is really who you are. And that's really what I want to hit home because who you are 
is that core part of you that's like this little girl. And I know we don't walk around. Every time I look in the mirror, I don't just shout with joy like I'm so pretty. I do encourage myself and I do look into my eyes and I tell myself these things because I think mirror talk is super important to instill and encourage ourselves. And it's natural to have doubts about ourselves and our abilities and how we look. But at the end of the day, we are designed exactly like we're meant to be designed. You are the only you that there is. God knit you together the way you are. And so he has a call for you. And my challenge for you today is to really just look at your life. I want you to take some time and I want you to sit and just tap into your little girl. What does she like to do? What is she? Do you remember what you look like? Like I just see this one picture of me and I'm sitting there and I have these, my hair was just beautiful golden blonde. I have these little pigtails and bangs and I remember my shoulders were kind of squinched up and I had this big smile on my face. Like that's who I picture when I picture my little girl. She was so happy and funny and playful and she danced and sang and just didn't care about who was watching. She just had joy. What did, what did yours look like? Who's your little girl? What does she look like? Spend some time with her. And then I just want you to celebrate where you are now. Whatever that looks like, celebrate where you are. And I want you to think about where you want to be in the next couple years. Do you want to be where you are now? Or do you really want to understand that this process of healing is going to take you making effort and digging in? Because I don't want you looking back in two years and being like, wow, I felt inspired by the podcast and inspired by other women doing it, but I just didn't do anything different. And here I am still stuck. I don't want that to be you. Okay. So I love you. And I hope you found this encouraging. Maybe you got a little giggle out of it. It felt good for me to reshare this story. And I hope you have a beautiful week. And if you need anything, if you would like support, if you have topics that you want covered on the podcast, if you are ready to dive into one-on-one coaching, email me at Michelle. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E at setfreesisterhood.com. Until next week, stay blessed. Okay, girlfriend, before you go, if you found value in this podcast and it helped you, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. This is what helps the show grow and helps more women to get their hands on the support so they can choose to reduce their drinking or quit altogether like I did. Go join the community and say hi over on Facebook by searching Set Free Sisterhood. I will also put the link in the show notes. You can also connect with me for a one-on-one discovery call at coachmichelleporterfield at gmail.com. And I want to ask, how do you want to feel in the next six months? Who are you becoming? Are you ready to grow? I see you and I've got you. Until next time, stay blessed.